Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking all about yoni eggs, where they came from, the benefits, how to use one, and so much more. This episode is very interesting, and I learned so much by talking with today's guest. Are you wanting to improve your intimacy and would like some wonderful ideas to help you? I have created the 30-Day Intimacy Challenge. To get my free 30-Day Intimacy Challenge, all you got to do is leave a review for the Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators podcast. Once you do that on iTunes, take a screenshot, share it over on Instagram, and tag me, Jordan Donnell, in it. That will get you your free copy of my 30 Days of Intimacy Challenge. It is super fun. It is super juicy and Oh, can't wait for you to try these. You can do it in whatever order you'd like, whether you'd like to do all 30 of them or pick and choose, it's up to you. Go write your review and get your 30 days of intimacy challenge started right away. Joining me today is Bryn. Bryn is a sex, love, and embodiment coach. She helps women amplify their confidence, truly knowing their desires, and create a life that turns them on. Recently, Bryn did a masterclass all about yoni eggs, so I am so excited to hear from her and share her knowledge with us. Bryn, would you like to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. And my name is Bryn. I am a sex, love, and embodiment coach. And so what that looks like is I help women return back to their bodies, and in doing that, they get to have more pleasure. They feel more confident. They get to access their desires more deeply and really create a life that turns them on. And Yoni eggs, which we'll be talking about today and crystal wands, these are tools that I use in my own practice and with my clients so that they have access to just a different part of themselves, more sacred, more sensual, more witchy, if you will. (laughs) So I'm definitely excited to talk more about that. What are yoni eggs? So a yoni egg is going to be an egg that is a crystal. So a crystal shaped egg, they date back thousands and thousands of years, all the way back to in China, where the queen would use eggs with her concubines. They would use jade eggs to help them with fertility and abundance. And so this is a thousands of thousands of year old practice And these eggs, they are, they come in different shapes and sizes, but the gist is exactly what it sounds like. It's an egg shaped crystal that's inserted into the vagina. And yoni is the Sanskrit word for vagina. It also means sacred temple. And so if you hear yoni in front of it, it just means just that, that it is meant to be used with your yoni. Love it. So why would somebody want to use an oni, a yoni egg or what are the benefits of it? There's a lot. So first and foremost, for me, like when I have these eggs and I'm using them in my practice, they're beautiful. Like I love the aesthetic of these eggs. If you're like me and maybe you've been interested or curious in crystals, one of the things that I love about them is just the way they make me feel when I look at them. And so having a yoni egg, to me, it 
first and foremost, like I just love the way they look. They feel very feminine. They feel beautiful. And it's kind of like a workout outfit. Like when you're getting back into working out, when you buy a new outfit and you're just feeling yourself, you're more excited to work out. And for me, like when I have these beautiful aesthetics that are around my sexuality, it makes me more excited to come back to my body and to practice. And so they're beautiful and they help a whole wide variety of, of things that you may be interested in. And so first they can help you to connect to your womb space and that can sound pretty woo woo, but your womb space, meaning like where your uterus would be, or this part of your body that just holds a lot of sexual and sacred energy your sacral chakra is where you hold a lot of this creative um, life force energy. And a lot of times, if we're not actively focusing on this part of our body, then you may not even realize like the amount of energy and power that's stored there. And so using a yoni egg is actually going to help to bring awareness and attention to that part of your body. So awareness and intention, the aesthetic, the crystals themselves hold different unique properties. And so, for example, my first egg was a rose quartz egg. And rose quartz is specifically meant to be heart opening. It's about love. It's about connection, connection to self. And I was going through a divorce at the time. And I was looking through, looking for like more heart opening and gentle practices. So depending on what you're looking for, you can also find different benefits in the crystals. And then they naturally increase your lubrication. So like you feel extra juicy after using them, which you will discover have you used them on the other side. You're like, wow, I'm a lot more wet after using that. And they also are really wonderful for strengthening your pelvic floor. And some, especially women after childbirth, that's something that they're actively focusing on is being able to strengthen that pelvic floor and using a yoni egg, it can help you to really learn how to strengthen that because you're having to hold an egg that's got some weight to it, but also simultaneously the practice of relaxing. So it's a really interesting contradiction, right? Of like, how can I strengthen while also breathing and relaxing? So I'm not holding so much tension in this part of my body. And I'm sure I'm probably leaving out like a whole list of them, but those are the main ones. Oh, the other one that I would love to mention is it can help to increase sensation vaginally. And so a lot of times women that I work with will come to me, self-included, that have an experienced a lot of numbness or sometimes pain internally. And so using a stone like that can help to just activate different parts of your vaginal canal that maybe you hadn't been feeling before. And by using a stone and by bringing your presence to that part of you, you may start to activate more parts of your vagina that you weren't able to access before. So do you masturbate with a yoni egg or do you just like place it vaginally and be present with it? Good question. Yeah, you can do all sorts of things, both. So sometimes my practice, I promise you when I first got my yoni egg, I think I left it on my nightstand for like a month because I was so scared to use it. And like, I'm supposed to stick this where? And so part of it is just like the sacredness of it, having a crystal, you don't even have to use it internally for however long it takes for you to become ready. Right. And so 
when I go to practice and to use it, and I'll talk about the different ways that I do that, sometimes it's just taking the stone and setting it on my heart, or I'll lay it over my womb and I'll just breathe my intention into the stone. And that may be to like connect to myself. It may be to release something emotionally, physically. Lots of tears are usually involved when I have some of these practices. But the practices for me typically go one of two directions. One is a intentionally sexual practice where I'll insert my yoni egg and I will absolutely use it during a self-pleasure practice. And again, it just brings my awareness so specifically to that part of me. Whereas you may have experienced this before, and I know I've experienced it many times, it can be really easy to be in your head when we're self-pleasuring. And so part of my practice is how can I be so present with the pleasure that I'm feeling and having this egg, I'll feel it. Like I feel it inside of me. And that helps me to really stay connected to where I want my energy to go. So in self-pleasure, the egg is inserted. I'm breathing. I'm using my um, hands to just touch all over my body. And I have a whole ritual that I'll do that can look like very long and sensual or short and sweet, depending on how much time I have. So there's definitely more of like an orgasmic side to them. And then the other part is sometimes I just wear the egg around my house, right? Like if I want to be more in my body and have more of a feminine connection to my creativity and my sacred sexuality while I'm doing everyday tasks like cleaning my house or I don't know, working on my laptop. I was creating a course and I would put my yoni egg in because I just wanted to feel that connection, but there was nothing inherently sexual about the practice. So it's both. (laughs) And I hope that answers your question. It does. Yeah. And I feel like for me, using it with like a self-pleasure meditation would be really beneficial. And I do like have a hard time connecting to the sensations that I am personally feeling a lot of times. And so I feel like I definitely need to go buy myself a yoni egg and give this a try. What you talk about, like your different rituals, what, what does your ritual look like? Whenever I'm going into a practice and I I call it a practice because it really is that right. I am practicing self-pleasure. I'm practicing what I like. I'm practicing what my body needs. And in that moment, so I'll set some time aside And there's a very different feel to a self-pleasure ritual with a yoni egg than when like I just grab my vibrator and I want a quickie and like both are wonderful. But the second I have my egg or sometimes crystal wand involved, it becomes much more intentional, much more slow, pleasurable. So what I'll do is I'll have my egg usually by my nightstand and it starts with, for me, setting the mood. So I'll dim my lights. I have red lights in my room. So sometimes I'll change the color of the lighting. I'll put on usually like a sensual and dark playlist that just sort of like drops me into my body and makes me already feel just more sexual by hearing the music. I have some really yummy essential oils like rose that I'll use. I'll start with sometimes a breast massage to really help open my heart. And then sometimes like if I'm feeling it, I'll put on a bathrobe or have a furry rug on my bed, like things that help me again to just be more excited about the practice, to really feel the like sacredness of it. So I'll set the mood and then I'll go into an intention. 
So I'll have the stone. I'll place it over my heart or my womb, sometimes to even my third eye, if that feels good. And I set an intention of like, what's my intention for today's practice? So most recently, I just named one a couple minutes ago, but it was releasing. It was a full moon and I wanted to release some attachments that I was starting to feel to this man that I was talking to. And so my intention was I'm going to self-pleasure, focus fully on myself, and I'm going to set my intention to release attachment of whatever this may be. And that was my intention. And then sometimes I'll journal with that intention. Sometimes it's just a spoken or intention to myself. And then from there, that's usually where I decide is my body craving more like sexual practice in nature or do I just need some like nourishing touch? So at that point, I never insert the stone until I am fully ready for it. And what that may look like is like my body will tell me yes or no, depending on how aroused I am, how open to receiving I am. Many of us, self-included, may have experienced any sort of penetration, whether it be from a partner, a vibrator, our own hands, like where it feels like too much too soon and your body won't open fully in the way that it can. And so that's usually my cue of like, I need more time. I need more pleasure. I need to open myself more. And I mentioned breast massage is a really great way to do that. Sometimes it does look like actual stimulation. So like playing with my clitoris or just sometimes it's like just nourishing touch, slow nourishing touch on different parts of my body. And at that point, I'll know, like, is it time for me to insert my egg? Because when I insert it and my body wants it, it just takes it right up. Like it's almost laughable how my yoni knows, like if I go to insert the egg and it feels any sort of hesitation, it's just, nope we don't want this right now. She will literally tell me, yes, I want it or no, I don't. So if it's a yes and she takes it and it goes right inside, then I get to continue my practice with the egg. And I'm breathing the whole time, like really focusing on circulating that sexual energy and feeling the presence of the egg inside of me, feeling my intention, feeling the pleasure Sometimes I'm called to climax. Sometimes just having the egg inside of me while touching myself feels really pleasurable. And then it's really just a matter of how present can I be with the sensation, the pleasure, the intention that I set. And sometimes that's a really quick practice. And sometimes it's an hour. It just depends what I have space for. I've also done this in the bathtub and that can be really fun and pleasurable too. And then my practice will typically round out with either I've climaxed, so I'm just like laying in the bliss of my orgasm and that feels really good, or I just feel complete. Like I've given my body what it needs and what it's asked for. And I will then close my practice with just some gratitude. And after the practice is over, removing the stone can be a little scary for some people, especially if it's their first time. I have clients that even though I promise them like it cannot get stuck, they still panic. And there's a couple tips and tricks that I can share that help you to remove the, the egg. But the first and most important one is that it can't get stuck. It is anatomically impossible because your cervix is there. Like it's not going up any further than that. So it's there, 
you just need to relax a bit more. And ironically, orgasm is a great way to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was going to be my next question is like, are you being worried about it being stuck because it doesn't have like a string on it? It doesn't have anything. So how do you get it out? So it can have a string. There's two types of eggs, drilled or undrilled. Drilled eggs have um, a hole at the top where you can actually insert something like dental floss or like a really thin string so that if it is your first time using an egg, I would recommend getting a drilled egg just for like peace of mind so you don't have to worry about it getting stuck or the appearance of it being stuck. And if you don't want to get a drilled egg, like I didn't start with a drilled egg because my ego was like, you don't need that. You'll be fine. So I got a regular egg. It wasn't drilled and a couple things. So when the egg is inside of you, you can do exercises like Kegels where you're tensing gently um, and pulsing your pelvic floor to help strengthen that muscle. And like anything, if you overwork a muscle, it will get sore. So that's just like an asterisk that you don't want to leave these in too long, like no more than 30 minutes your first time. Definitely never overnight for sure. And the opposite and equal sensation will help you to release the egg. So rather than clenching, you're going to actually bear down as if you were peeing. So it's very similar to the same like pressure that you apply to help urine come out. And which is why a lot of times I'll tell women, go in the shower, like go in the shower, practice bearing down and the egg typically will pop right out. If you're in a squatting position too, that can really help. And sometimes you can need to insert a finger vaginally to help you retrieve it and just like pull it down a bit more. But the idea of being in the shower a lot of times helps people to relax because they're not worried about, well, what if I pee? It's totally fine. You probably won't. And if you do, you're in the shower. So it works out great. I would say though, don't do it over the toilet because I've seen and I heard from several women that are trying to get their egg out and they're like, I don't think I can get it out. And then it comes flying out and then you have to fish it out of the toilet. <laughs> so it's just not as fun to have to That's do it. I was totally thinking about that. And if it hits the toilet bowl, would it break potentially? Probably. I mean, these are really depending on where you source them from and just like anything your source matters, especially if it's something that's inserted inside of you. So finding a company, there's a, a handful that I work with that are sourcing these stones well. They're not using all sorts of crystals because some crystals are porous and they're not meant to be inserted vaginally. So you can't just take any crystal. There are specific eggs that have been created to be inserted and, and the quality of the stone, they're beautiful, they're delicate, and they're also quite dense. And so, yeah, if you were to drop this like on a porcelain toilet, it could crack. Not only the stone, but your toilet, <laughs> potentially. Yeah. How heavy are they usually? They have different sizes. So you can do small, medium, and large. The smaller you go, the harder it is actually for you to hold the stone. And so I typically recommend starting with the medium size. Larger sizes are going to be for women that have had children. Typically, it's just easier for them to start with a larger stone. And then as you work your way down, you typically, you may need more strengthening before you go to a smaller stone because it just requires more activation to hold the stone. So as far as how much they weigh... 
I'm not sure, but I would say a medium-sized stone is a good place to start. And most stores that sell them, they're going to have different sizes. And they'll share typically to like a size guide for you so that you can be comfortable with the one that you're choosing. That's good to know. Where would you recommend finding them at? Because I do know some places use like different products in their yoni eggs to hold it together. And that's something that you want to avoid, correct? Yeah. So yeah, it's like lubrication or any other sex toy. You want to look at what they're using because it's going inside of you. And so WANDS, W-A-A-N-D-S, they are my favorite company so far that I've worked with not only in quality of where they're sourcing the stones, they're really transparent with where they get everything from. They ship really quickly, which I love because I've ordered from some companies that are like Australia based and it takes like three and a half weeks to get your yoni egg. And by the time that that happens, it's like I probably already moved on to something else. So Wands is amazing. Chakrub is another company that I really love, like Chakra. And then Yoni Pleasure Palace, I just mentioned, they are Australia-based, so sometimes their shipping can be really slow, but I love the owner and I absolutely love the quality of their products. And then Sun Tribe Wellness is another really great one that I've loved to work with. But right now, Wands has a special place in my heart because they've just been, they've been nailing it. Perfect. I'm going to have to go check those out. Yes. Now with crystals, I don't know a ton about crystals, but I'm kind of familiar with the concept of them. Is your yoni egg something that you put out during a full moon like you would other crystals? Yeah, absolutely. So there's, to me, there's no difference between that type of crystal and like another kind that I have that's just sitting on my desk outside of one is meant to be inserted, but I treat them the same. So It was a full moon on, I think it was Sunday, this past Sunday. And I took all my crystals, my wands, my yoni eggs, my like desk crystals, my decorative crystals. And they say that moonlight is cleansing. And so whether or not this is like way over your head and woo woo, or you're like, yes, Bryn, give me more. It's just, it's fun to play with the magic of Sure. Is this helping to clear the energy of my stones? Maybe, but it's way more fun if I believe that it is, right? And so I take them into the moonlight and I I leave them out. And sometimes I will set intentions for my stones. Sometimes I'll just leave them in the moonlight. But it's nice to think that like whatever I was holding or carrying or like using in my practice to think that we're having a fresh start this next month. So it's just something fun to take into your practice. I love that. I haven't set any of my crystals outside yet, but I need to start marking on my calendar, like when the full moon is. And do you ever like do your practices based on the full moon? Oh yeah. I pretty much always have at least one ritual with the new moon and one ritual with the full moon. So full moon for me, I'll look at like, what am I letting go of? lot of releasing energy and new moon for me is typically like, what are my intentions? Like, what am I creating? And so typically twice a month, I'm setting time aside for the connection with the moon and my cycle happens to sync with the moon. So I ovulate with the full moon and I bleed with the new moon. And so there's a lot of different layers in which I play with the energy of the moon. And it, it just, again, it makes me feel primal, It makes me feel really connected to my body. 
I love the moon. Even since like the time I was a little girl, I've always been the person that's like, let's pull over and look at the moon. It just feels so magical. And so yeah, new moon for me is typically about like, what do I want to call in this next cycle? And then full moon is what happened this past month that is more of like reflective in nature. And how do I look at whatever I want to leave behind so that, yeah, I'm shifting and transforming into this next cycle. I love that. And I want to get more into all of this woo-woo like stuff at some point. Like I'm not, I'm like intrigued by it. I want to do it, but setting the time to actually do it is I need to make time for it and explore these different things. Is there anybody that shouldn't use a yoni egg? Mm, It's a great question. Yeah, absolutely. So they say if you're pregnant, not to use one, but I I know pregnant women that use them, but it's up to your own discretion. Pregnant, if you have an IUD is another contraindication that you're not supposed to use them. And then also any sort of STI or pelvic pain, like that could affect the state and the health of your vagina. I wouldn't insert it. Essentially, if you're not inserting something else, I wouldn't insert a yoni egg. So For example, like if you have a yeast infection or you have BV going on or you're having any sort of pelvic pain, having an egg inside of you may aggravate whatever condition you already have. So yeah, I would treat it with the same intention of like, if I'm not wearing a tampon right now, or if I'm told not to have sex right now, then I wouldn't use a yoni egg until whatever it is, is cleared up. That makes sense. And especially with pelvic pain, a lot of causes of pelvic pain are going to be like muscle pain tightness and doing something where you're doing more strengthening can actually do more harm than good. So this has been so educational and I'm really intrigued to go get my yoni egg after this. Is there anything that you would hope the listeners take away from today's conversation? My intention is that whether this is like brand new to you, or you have a little bit more experience is to find whatever flavor of something I just shared and make it your own. Like this practice is available to everyone. And my hope is for more and more vulva owners to find what lights them up and what excites them. And this is just one way to do that. And so if in listening to this conversation, you think like that feels so far away from me, I invite you to just take the next step that allows you to look closer. So that may be just Googling one of the places that I mentioned and looking at their egg selection. It may be ordering your egg. And like I said, leaving it on your nightstand for a couple weeks until you feel comfortable to use it, or it may be starting your very first self-pleasure practice. And so anytime something is educational, it's great but what are you going to take away from it? Like what's your one action item that's going to allow you to actually do something with this information that will help you to be more in alignment with the pleasureful woman that I hope we all get to step into. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Bryn. Where can the listeners find you at? So my website is Carly Bryn, C-A-R-L-E-E. B-R-Y-N.com. My first name's actually Carly, but I go by my middle name, Bryn. And then my Instagram is Bryn and my last name, Marhefka. And that's a mouthful. So I imagine you'll have like show notes that they can find that. But Instagram and my website are the best way to find me. 
Perfect. Yes. I will definitely have those links in the show notes so that people can easily find you. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. I really appreciate you. This episode is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to start shopping today. By shopping, you are supporting this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.